Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. We have a better covenant upon better promises, and we have a better relationship with God. We were at such a desperate place that Andrew, it was like life. It was just life that was coming from the television. And every area in our life has been turned right side up. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Monday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today, I'm going to start a brand new series. I think this is going to be a short series teaching on this subject, Are You Satisfied with Jesus? You know, this is a passage of Scripture from uh, John chapter 14, and these are some of my favorite Scriptures. This is Jesus teaching to His disciples the night before His crucifixion. And, of course, John 14, 15, and 16 is uh, one of two places in Scripture where we have just straight teaching from Jesus. The other would be the Sermon on the Mount John, uh, in uh, Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. But this is one of the longest discourses that we have from Jesus. He was speaking to His disciples the night before His crucifixion. And actually, I've gotten a lot of my series that I teach out of this passage. So this is a favorite passage of Scripture with me. I've gotten a lot of great revelation. And I was studying this just a few months back, and it just really, once again, refreshed to me some of the things that the Lord had spoken. And I went to sleep, and uh, I had this dream. I dreamed all night long about these passages of Scripture. And when I got up in the morning, I just sat down, and in one day's time, I wrote this little pamphlet right here. It's only 28 pages long, and uh, it's real uh, short, but it is powerful. And so I wrote this, and I want to just share with you some of the things that the Lord has spoken to me. And uh, this could be expanded a lot. Matter of fact, I'm going to touch on just a number of the most important things that God has shown me as we go through this little teaching right here. So I'm actually going to be teaching from this little pamphlet that we've got. It's just very short, but it's very powerful. So all of this, as I said, is from the night before Jesus was crucified. He had just had the Last Supper. He had just watched the disciples' feet. Uh, Judas had left to go betray Him to the chief priest. And so let me start here in John chapter 14 and in verse 1. He says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Man, that one verse is pregnant with a lot of things in it. You know, actually, I've got an entire series, Harnessing Your Emotions, that was inspired from this verse. The night before Jesus was crucified, he gave a command. This isn't a request or a suggestion. It's saying, guys, now try this, and I know that you're only human, and it may not work, but do the best you can. No, he just said, let not your heart be troubled. And they were entering into the, probably one of the worst times of their life. They were going to see their master, who all of their hopes and dreams were all hinged upon him, and they did not understand the full plan of salvation. They were going to see him arrested, they were going to see Him crucified. They were going to see Him dead and buried. And did you know most people today would say, 
WELL, IT WOULD BE TOTALLY UNJUST TO TELL A PERSON TO LET NOT YOUR HEART BE TROUBLED WHEN YOU GO THROUGH SOMETHING LIKE THAT. IF YOU AREN'T BOTHERED, IF THIS DOESN'T JUST DEVASTATE YOU, IF YOUR HEART ISN'T BROKEN, THEN SOMETHING'S WRONG WITH YOU. YOU'RE IN DENIAL. SEE, THAT'S THE WAY THAT OUR WORLD HAS APPROACHED THINGS TODAY. THEY... IF YOU STAND AND TELL PEOPLE THAT WE ARE VICTORIOUS, THAT GOD ALWAYS WANTS US TO TRIUMPH IN OUR LORD JESUS CHRIST, WHICH IS WHAT THE SCRIPTURE SAYS. WHEN YOU COME OUT AND SAY THINGS LIKE THIS, THERE ARE LARGE SEGMENTS OF THE BODY OF CHRIST THAT WILL SIT THERE AND SAY, WELL, YOU'RE PUTTING DOWN PEOPLE THAT HAVE PROBLEMS. YOU AREN'T SYMPATHIZING. YOU'RE SUPPOSED TO GET DOWN AND YOU'RE SUPPOSED TO SAY, WE KNOW THAT YOU'RE SUFFERING AND WE FEEL YOUR PAIN AND THINGS LIKE THIS. THERE IS A PLACE FOR SHOWING LOVE AND COMPASSION, BUT SYMPATHY ACTUALLY EMPOWERS FAILURE. I BELIEVE THAT TRUE COMPASSION, SOMETIMES YOU HAVE TO USE TOUGH LOVE AND YOU HAVE TO TELL A PERSON TO GET UP AND GO AT IT AGAIN. YOU CAN DO IT. BUT SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER, THE CHURCH HAS GOTTEN INTO WHERE THEY REALLY FEEL LIKE EMPATHIZING, SYMPATHIZING WITH PEOPLE, BUT THEY DON'T EMPOWER PEOPLE. JESUS WAS TELLING HIS DISCIPLES THE NIGHT BEFORE HIS CRUCIFIXION, DON'T LET YOUR HEART BE TROUBLED. TODAY, MOST CHRISTIANS WOULD SAY, THAT'S NOT COMPASSION. THAT IS NOT FEELING EMPATHY FOR PEOPLE. THEY WERE GOING TO SEE JESUS CRUCIFIED. THEY WERE GOING TO SEE ALL OF THEIR DREAMS DASHED, AND HERE HE IS TELLING THEM NOT TO LET THEIR HEART BE TROUBLED. THAT'S UNREASONABLE. DID YOU KNOW TODAY, THERE ARE A LOT OF CHRISTIANS, THERE ARE A LOT OF CHRISTIAN MINISTERS THAT ARE TELLING PEOPLE TO ACT DIFFERENTLY THAN WHAT JESUS DID. THE NIGHT BEFORE, THE WORST TIME IN THEIR LIFE, THE WORST TIME IN HUMAN HISTORY, JESUS IS SAYING, DON'T LET YOUR HEART BE TROUBLED. YOU KNOW, WE'RE JUST COMING OUT OF THIS CORONAVIRUS TYPE THING, AND THERE'S A LOT OF CHRISTIANS THAT JUST THINK, OH, WELL, MAN, YOU SHOULD BE BOTHERED. YOU SHOULD BE WORRIED. PEOPLE ARE BEING LAID OFF. PEOPLE HAVE DIED. ALL OF THIS. AND THEY JUST, IN A SENSE, THEY EMPOWER THESE THINGS AND SAY, WELL, YES, GOD TOLD US TO LET NOT OUR HEART BE TROUBLED, BUT THAT ONLY GOES SO FAR. IF YOU ARE FACING DEATH, IF YOU'RE BEING LAID OFF, IF SOMETHING IS HAPPENING, YOU ARE JUSTIFIED IN FALLING APART LIKE A $2 SUITCASE. THAT'S THE WAY THAT A LOT OF PEOPLE, A LOT OF CHRISTIANS ARE PRESENTING THINGS. HOW DID JESUS RESPOND THE NIGHT BEFORE HIS CRUCIFIXION? HE TOLD HIS DISCIPLES, DON'T LET YOUR HEART BE TROUBLED. AND WHY SHOULDN'T THEY DO IT? BECAUSE THEY BELIEVE IN GOD, BELIEVE ALSO IN HIM. FAITH IS THE ANSWER TO ALL OF THESE THINGS. IF YOU HAVE FAITH IN GOD, YOU DON'T HAVE TO BE AFRAID. IT SAYS OVER IN THE BOOK OF PSALMS, DAVID SAID, THOUGH THE MOUNTAINS BE REMOVED AND BE CAST INTO THE SEA, YET WILL I TRUST IN THE LORD. I WILL JOY IN THE GOD OF MY SALVATION. I GUARANTEE YOU, NONE OF US HAVE SEEN ALL OF THE MOUNTAINS DEPART AND BE CAST INTO THE SEA YET. AND UNTIL THAT HAPPENS WITH DAVID, WE OUGHT TO BE PRAISING GOD AND WE OUGHT TO BE SAYING, PRAISE GOD, I KNOW I'M GOING TO WIN. I'M GOING TO WIN IN THIS LIFE, AND IF FOR SOME REASON MY FAITH WASN'T ABLE TO APPROPRIATE THE HEALING, THE PROSPERITY, OR WHATEVER IT IS THAT IS YOUR PROBLEM, IF THE WORST THING HAPPENS, YOU DIE AND GO TO BE WITH JESUS, YOU LIVE FOREVER IN A MANSION ON STREETS THAT ARE PAVED WITH GOLD, YOU'LL NEVER SORROW, YOU'LL NEVER HAVE ANY MORE CARES, YOU'LL NOT for, REMEMBER EVEN the, THE FORMER THINGS, WON'T EVEN COME TO MIND IS WHAT ISAIAH SAID. THERE IS ZERO REASON FOR US TO BE STRESSED OUT. AND AGAIN, THIS, THERE'S A LOT OF CHRISTIANS THAT'LL SIT THERE AND SAY, WELL, YOU'RE CONDEMNING OTHER PEOPLE. I'M NOT CONDEMNING YOU. I'M TELLING YOU, JESUS HAS PROVIDED MORE FOR US THAN WHAT MOST OF US 
HAVE APPROPRIATED. I'M NEARLY PREACHING SOME OF THESE OTHER THINGS. THESE ARE NOT THE VERSES I'M WANTING TO GET TO. I'M GOING TO HAVE TO SKIP THROUGH THIS. I'VE GOT AN ENTIRE SERIES ENTITLED, uh, YOU KNOW, HARNESSING YOUR EMOTIONS. I'VE GOT ANOTHER SERIES THAT ACTUALLY GOES THROUGH JOHN CHAPTER 16, 17, AND 18 ENTITLED THE CHRISTIAN SURVIVAL KIT. I THINK THAT THERE'S LIKE, uh, I'M NOT EVEN SURE, BUT THERE'S 18, 20 OR MORE uh, TEACHINGS, ONE-HOUR TEACHINGS IN THAT ONE SERIES THAT JUST GOES THROUGH ALL OF THIS. I'M GOING TO HAVE TO SPEED UP HERE. IN VERSES 2 AND 3, it SAYS, IN MY FATHER'S HOUSE ARE MANY MANSIONS. IF IT WERE NOT SO, I WOULD HAVE TOLD YOU. I GO TO PREPARE A PLACE FOR YOU, AND IF I GO AND PREPARE A PLACE FOR YOU, I WILL COME AGAIN AND RECEIVE YOU UNTO MYSELF, THAT WHERE I AM, THERE YE MAY BE ALSO. YOU KNOW, IN CHAPTER uh, 14, VERSE 1, HE HAD JUST SAID, DON'T LET YOUR HEART BE TROUBLED. YOU BELIEVE IN GOD, BELIEVE ALSO IN ME. AND THEN I BELIEVE VERSES 2 AND 3, THE REASON HE BROUGHT UP HEAVEN IS BECAUSE, YOU KNOW, IF WORSE COMES TO WORSE, I BELIEVE THAT GOD HAS PROVIDED HEALING FOR US, PROSPERITY, JOY, PEACE. I BELIEVE THAT WE CAN REJOICE IN THE LORD ALWAYS, REGARDLESS OF WHAT'S GOING ON. JESUS STARTED THIS SAYING THAT. THE VERY END OF THIS TEACHING IN JOHN CHAPTER 16, VERSE 33, HE SAYS, IN THE WORLD YOU SHALL HAVE TRIBULATION. <laughs> THAT WAS AN UNDERSTATEMENT. I MEAN, IN THE NEXT 30 MINUTES, HE WAS GOING TO BE ARRESTED, AND HE WAS GOING TO BE TAKEN BEFORE uh, PILATE, AND THEN TO HEROD, AND uh, HIS DISCIPLES ALL FORSOOK HIM AND FLED. PETER DENIED THREE TIMES THAT HE EVEN KNEW HIM. HE COULD HAVE SAID, YOU KNOW, IN THE NEXT 30 MINUTES, YOU ARE GOING TO HAVE TRIBULATION. BUT HE SAID, BE OF GOOD CHEER, FOR I HAVE OVERCOME THE WORLD. SO HE STARTED BY SAYING, DON'T LET YOUR HEART BE TROUBLED. HE ENDED BY SAYING, BE OF GOOD CHEER REGARDLESS OF WHAT GOES ON. I'M TELLING YOU, WE CAN BE ENCOURAGED. WE CAN BE VICTORIOUS. WE CAN HAVE JOY AND PEACE. I DON'T CARE WHAT'S GOING ON IN YOUR LIFE. AND I KNOW THAT'S NOT POPULAR, AND A LOT OF PEOPLE THINK THAT I'M uh, PUTTING A STANDARD OUT THERE THAT CONDEMNS PEOPLE. I AM NOT CONDEMNING ANYBODY. I AM TELLING YOU THAT JESUS HAS PROVIDED SO MUCH FOR YOU THAT HIS SUPPLY IS SO INFINITELY GREATER THAN YOUR NEED THAT IN COMPARISON, THERE IS NO REASON TO BE STRESSED OUT ABOUT ANYTHING. IF WE WIN IN THIS LIFE, GET HEALED, DELIVERED, PROSPERED, WONDERFUL. IF WE DON'T, WE GO TO ETERNITY. AND THAT'S THE REASON THAT HE BROUGHT THIS UP WHEN HE WAS SAYING, DON'T BE STRESSED OUT. DON'T LET YOUR HEART BE TROUBLED. BELIEVE IN GOD, AND THEN HE TALKED ABOUT HEAVEN. IF WORST CASE COMES TO... IF THE WORST THING HAPPENS, YOU GO TO BE WITH THE LORD, AND MAN, THINGS ARE AWESOME. YOU KNOW, MANY OF US GREW UP SINGING THIS SONG, WHEN WE ALL GET TO HEAVEN, WHAT A DAY THAT'LL BE. AND MAN, PEOPLE TALK ABOUT THE JOYS OF HEAVEN, AND THEN THE DOCTOR TELLS YOU YOU'RE GOING THERE AND YOU START CRYING AND TALK ABOUT HOW TERRIBLE EVERYTHING IS. SOMETHING'S WRONG WITH THIS PICTURE. IF YOU HAVE THE ATTITUDE THAT THE APOSTLE PAUL HAD, WHICH WE CAN ALSO HAVE, IT SAYS, PAUL SAID IN PHILIPPIANS CHAPTER 1, FOR ME TO LIVE IS CHRIST AND TO DIE IS GAIN. I'M IN THIS GREAT DILEMMA. I'M IN A STRAIGHT BETWEEN TWO THINGS, WANTING TO DEPART AND TO BE WITH CHRIST, WHICH IS FAR BETTER THAN LIVING HERE, BUT I'M GOING TO STAY HERE SO THAT I CAN MINISTER UNTO YOU AND THAT YOUR JOY MIGHT BE FULL. YOU CAN HAVE THAT ATTITUDE TO WHERE YOU AREN'T AFRAID OF DEATH. HEBREWS CHAPTER 2, VERSE 15 SAYS THAT JESUS CAME TO DELIVER THOSE WHO THROUGH FEAR OF DEATH WERE ALL THEIR LIFETIME SUBJECT TO BONDAGE. WHEN YOU GET THAT ATTITUDE OF THE APOSTLE PAUL THAT FOR YOU TO LIVE AS CHRIST AND TO DIE IS EVEN BETTER. 2 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 5, HE SAYS THAT uh, IF THIS EARTHLY TABERNACLE IS DISSOLVED, WE HAVE ANOTHER TABERNACLE, ANOTHER BODY. 
reserved for us in heaven. When you get this attitude, you, you aren't afraid of death. You aren't stressed out by it. You aren't longing to leave because you've got a purpose and you're going to accomplish what God wants you to do, but you just, it's no problem. People are in bondage through a fear of death. You don't have to be afraid of death. I've got a point. I've got a purpose. I've got a job that God has given me, and so I'm not excited about leaving here prematurely. I want to run my race, finish my course, accomplish what God has called me to do. But I tell you what, I am not afraid of death. I've got a lot of reasons to be looking forward to going to be with the Lord. The older I get, the more family and friends I have in eternity. And I tell you, heaven's going to be a blast. I'm looking forward to it. I am not afraid of it. So then he goes on to say, after he had said this, he says, Whether I go, you know, and the way you know. And Thomas said unto him, this is the one that we call doubting Thomas, John chapter 20, after the resurrection, he wasn't present when the other disciples saw Jesus raised from the dead. And so he doubted that Jesus was raised. He says, unless I can see, unless I can touch, my, put my finger into the print of the nails, unless I can put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Because of that, we often call him doubting Thomas. And when Jesus is talking about, you know, where, whether I'm going, you know, and the way you know, Thomas said unto him, says, Lord, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? Now think about this. Jesus had just said, where I'm going, you know, and the way you know. Thomas turns around and says, no, we don't know where you're going. And how can we know the way if we don't know where you're going? He just said, I, you do know. Thomas said, no, I don't know. Did you know it would be wise for you at the very least to keep your mouth shut when you are when God says something and you, you don't see it, you don't understand it, it'd be wise for you at the very least not to express all of your doubt. But Thomas, he just blurted out, no, God, you're wrong. We don't know where you're going. Man, I could make a million applications of this, but the scripture says, 1 Peter 2, 24, by his stripes you were healed. And yet there's Christians who'll say, oh no, I'm not healed. The Bible says you are healed. You say, no, I'm not healed. The Bible says that you are prosperous, that God supplies all of your needs. You say, oh, no, that's not true. It is true. Whatever God says is true. And he goes on and explains this. But the point I'm making is that, see, when, when God says something, you ought to, at the very least, just say, Father, I don't understand. Help me to understand. You said that by your stripes I was healed, but I don't feel healed. And the doctor says I'm not healed. And I've got this doctor's report. And God, what does it mean? That would be a better approach than just saying, well, your word says that I'm healed, but I'm not healed. And I can prove it because here's my doctor's report. You would be better off not to contradict God. And yet Thomas, he just said, Lord, you're wrong. We don't know where you're going and how can we know the way? So then Jesus said unto him in verse 6, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. They knew Jesus. They didn't know him the way that they should have known him. And I'm going to talk about that. Jesus will talk about that in the next few verses. They knew him, but they didn't know him in the depth that they should. But for them to say, we don't know where you're going. We don't know the way. They knew Jesus, but they didn't know that Jesus was the way, the truth, and the life. They didn't have a full revelation of who Jesus was and what he had. 
AND SO THIS IS THE PROBLEM RIGHT HERE. WE'VE GOT TO GET TO WHERE WHEN GOD SAYS THAT YOU ARE ABOVE ONLY AND NOT BENEATH, YOU ARE THE HEAD AND NOT THE TAIL, THAT, MAN, YOUR ENEMIES WILL COME OUT AGAINST YOU ONE WAY, BUT THEY'LL FLEE SEVEN WAYS. NO PLAGUE WILL COME NIGH YOUR DWELLING, AND ON AND ON THE PROMISES GO. WE MAY LOOK AT WHAT JESUS SAID AND LOOK AT OUR CIRCUMSTANCES AND SAY IT DOESN'T LOOK LIKE IT MATCHES, BUT RATHER THAN JUST CONTRADICTING GOD AND SAYING, GOD, YOU'RE WRONG. LIKE, YOU KNOW, AGAIN, DURING THIS CORONAVIRUS THING, THERE ARE SCRIPTURES THAT TALK ABOUT THAT WE WILL NOT BE AFRAID FOR THE PESTILENCE THAT WALKETH IN DARKNESS. NO PLAGUE WILL COME NIGH OUR DWELLING. ONLY WITH OUR EYES WILL WE SEE AND BEHOLD THE REWARD OF THE WICKED. WE'VE GOT PROMISES THAT GOD WILL BE A a GUARD ROUND ABOUT US, LIKE A FORCE FIELD, THAT NOTHING CAN EVEN TOUCH US. NO PLAGUE CAN COME NIGH OUR DWELLING. WE'VE GOT ALL OF THESE PROMISES. AND THERE ARE MULTITUDES OF CHRISTIANS THAT SEE THESE PROMISES, BUT THEN THEY SEE WHAT'S ON THE NEWS, AND THEY SEE SOMEBODY ELSE AROUND THEM. THEY SEE SOMETHING HAPPEN, SOMEBODY DIE. THEY SEE SOMETHING, AND THEY they ARE MORE MOVED BY THAT, AND THEY JUST SIT HERE AND CONTRADICT WHAT GOD SAYS. OH, NO, WE GOT TO BE AFRAID. WE'VE GOT TO BE CAREFUL. WHEN THE BIBLE SITS HERE AND SAYS THAT NO PLAGUE WILL EVEN COME NIGH OUR DWELLING. THIS ISN'T JUST TALKING ABOUT MY PHYSICAL HOUSE. THIS IS TALKING ABOUT MY BODY. MY BODY IS MY DWELLING. THIS IS WHAT I LIVE IN, AND NO PLAGUE CAN COME NEAR ME. AND I, AGAIN, KNOW THAT THERE'S MANY PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM THAT THINK YOU ARE STRANGE. WELL, I'M SAYING THIS IN LOVE, BUT I THINK YOU ARE STRANGE WHEN YOU HAVE THESE PROMISES AND WE DON'T APPROPRIATE THEM. AND PEOPLE SAY, BUT I CAN PRO... LOOK AT ALL THE PEOPLE THAT HAVE DIED OF THIS VIRUS. AND SOMEBODY WILL SAY, EVEN CHRISTIANS HAVE DIED BELIEVING THIS. WELL, I'M SURE THAT THERE'S CHRISTIANS THAT HAVE DIED OF THIS VIRUS, AND THEY MAY HAVE SAID THAT THEY WERE BELIEVING GOD, BUT THE BIBLE SAYS THIS IS THE VICTORY THAT OVERCOMES THE WORLD, EVEN OUR FAITH. THEY have, they MAY HAVE MEANT GOOD, THEY MAY HAVE WANTED TO BELIEVE GOD, BUT WHEN YOU ARE TRULY OPERATING IN VICTORY, YOU OVERCOME, YOU DON'T GET OVERCOME. AND I KNOW THAT BY ME SAYING THAT, THERE'S A LOT OF PEOPLE WHO THINK, SO YOU'RE SITTING HERE CONDEMNING ANY PERSON WHO EVER GETS SICK. NO, I'M NOT. WE'RE IN A BATTLE, AND SATAN IS FIGHTING AGAINST US, AND WE'VE GOT SO MANY THINGS, SO MANY DISTRACTIONS. WE'VE GOT SO MANY THINGS HAPPENING. IT'S LIKE A SOLDIER. YOU'RE ON THE FRONT LINES AND YOU GET SHOT. DOES THAT MEAN THAT YOU WERE A BAD SOLDIER? NO, YOU MAY HAVE BEEN OUT THERE DOING YOUR JOB, BUT WE'VE GOT AN ENEMY. HE FIGHTS AGAINST US, AND SOMETIMES WE TAKE SOME HITS, AND I'M NOT CONDEMNING ANYBODY, BUT I AM SAYING THAT WE CAN WALK IN VICTORY. AND JESUS SAID THAT THIS IS THE VICTORY THAT OVERCOMES THE WORLD, EVEN OUR FAITH. AND YET THERE'S A LOT OF CHRISTIANS THAT WILL SIT THERE AND SEE THE PROMISES OF GOD, LIKE NO PLAGUE WILL COME NIGH OUR DWELLING, AND YET THEY JUST OPERATE IN TOTAL FEAR. AND THEY ARE are AS uh, FEARFUL AS THEIR NEIGHBORS THAT DON'T KNOW THE LORD. THEY'RE AS SICK AS THEIR NEIGHBORS THAT DON'T KNOW THE LORD. THEY'RE AS WORRIED FINANCIALLY AS THEIR NEIGHBORS THAT DON'T KNOW THE LORD. THAT'S NOT RIGHT. JESUS HAS SAID THESE THINGS, AND WE DON'T NEED TO SIT HERE AND SAY, NO, YOU'RE WRONG. WE DON'T KNOW THE WAY, AND WE CAN'T KNOW HOW TO GET THERE. NO, YOU'RE WRONG. WE CAN'T WALK IN DIVINE HEALTH. WE CAN'T STAND THERE AND SAY WITH DAVID IN PSALMS 103 THAT GOD HEALS ALL OF OUR SICKNESSES AND ALL OF OUR DISEASES. NO, WE CAN'T SAY THAT. I KNOW YOUR WORD SAYS THAT, BUT NO, THAT DOESN'T WORK FOR US. THAT'S WRONG.
YOU ARE NEVER GOING TO SEE VICTORY IN THIS LIFE AS LONG AS YOU TAKE WHAT GOD SAYS AND YOU WOULD RATHER BELIEVE WHAT THE NEWS MEDIA IS SAYING BY WHAT THE DOCTOR IS SAYING THAN WHAT ALL OF THESE CIRCUMSTANCES SAY. YOU'VE GOT TO GET TO WHERE GOD'S WORD DOMINATES YOU. ROMANS CHAPTER 3 VERSE 4 SAYS, LET GOD BE TRUE AND EVERY MAN A LIAR. YOU'VE GOT TO GET TO THAT PLACE. SO, uh, THOMAS HAD JUST TOLD HIM, LORD, WE DON'T KNOW WHERE YOU'RE GOING. JESUS SAID, YOU DO KNOW. HE SAYS, NO, I DON'T KNOW. AND THEN JESUS SAID, I AM THE WAY, THE TRUTH, AND THE LIFE. NO MAN COMES UNTO THE FATHER BUT BY ME. BOY, THERE'S SO MUCH MORE I'D LOVE TO SAY ABOUT THAT, BUT I DON'T WANT TO GET OFF THIS SUBJECT. IN VERSE 7, JESUS SAID, IF YOU HAD KNOWN ME, YOU SHOULD HAVE KNOWN MY FATHER ALSO. AND FROM HENCEFORTH, ye KNOW HIM AND HAVE SEEN HIM. NOW, JESUS HAD JUST SAID THAT YOU KNOW WHERE I'M GOING AND YOU KNOW THE WAY. THOMAS SAID, NOPE, WE DON'T KNOW WHERE YOU'RE GOING, THEREFORE WE CAN'T KNOW THE WAY. AND HE SAID, I'M THE WAY, THE TRUTH, AND THE LIFE. IF YOU HAD KNOWN ME, YOU SHOULD HAVE KNOWN THE FATHER. NOW, THIS TIME, PHILIP SPEAKS UP IN VERSE 8, AND PHILIP SAID UNTO HIM, LORD, SHOW US THE FATHER, AND IT'LL SATISFY US. NOW, YOU NEED TO THINK ABOUT THIS. THIS, THIS IS WHAT I'M WANTING TO FOCUS ON, AND THIS IS WHAT I WROTE THIS LITTLE BOOKLET ABOUT. ARE YOU SATISFIED WITH JESUS? JESUS HAD JUST SAID, IF YOU HAD SEEN ME, YOU SHOULD HAVE SEEN THE FATHER. IF YOU'VE KNOWN ME, YOU WOULD HAVE KNOWN THE FATHER. AND PHILIP SAYS, LORD, SHOW US THE FATHER, AND WE'LL BE SATISFIED. DID YOU KNOW, IF YOU STOP AND THINK ABOUT THAT, PHILIP IS SAYING, JESUS, WE AREN'T SATISFIED WITH YOU. YOU HAVEN'T SATISFIED ME, BUT IF I COULD SEE THE FATHER, I'D BE SATISFIED. MAN, that, THAT IS AN AMAZING STATEMENT. IF JESUS DOESN'T SATISFY YOU, WHO OR WHAT WILL? AND SAD TO SAY, I'M SPEAKING TO PEOPLE RIGHT NOW THAT YOU HAVE ASKED JESUS TO FORGIVE YOU OF YOUR SINS. YOU BELIEVE YOU'RE BORN AGAIN. YOU BELIEVE IF YOU WERE TO DIE, YOU WOULD GO TO BE WITH THE LORD. BUT IF YOU WOULD BE HONEST, YOU AREN'T SATISFIED WITH JESUS. AND IT'S NOT BECAUSE JESUS DOESN'T SATISFY. IT'S BECAUSE YOU DON'T RECOGNIZE WHAT YOU HAVE. AND THIS IS WHAT I'M GOING TO BE TALKING ABOUT, THIS WHOLE LITTLE BOOKLET THAT WE'RE MAKING AVAILABLE. THIS IS A FREE GIFT TO YOU, BUT THIS WHOLE THING, THIS IS GOING TO BE POWERFUL. IT'S VERY SHORT, BUT IT'S VERY POWERFUL, AND I PROMISE YOU THIS WILL BLESS YOU. LET ME JUST SHOW YOU WHAT THE WORD SATISFY MEANS. It, HERE'S WHAT THE DICTIONARY DEFINES IT AS. MEET THE EXPECTATIONS, NEEDS, OR DESIRES OF SOMEONE. HAS JESUS MEANT THE EXPECTATIONS, THE NEEDS, OR THE DESIRES OF YOU? IT GOES ON TO SAY, TO FULFILL A DESIRE OR NEED. HAS JESUS FULFILLED EVERYTHING? TO PROVIDE SOMEONE WITH ADEQUATE INFORMATION OR PROOF SO THAT THEY ARE CONVINCED ABOUT SOMETHING. IS WHAT JESUS SAID SUFFICIENT, OR DO YOU HAVE TO HAVE THE DOCTOR TO CONFIRM IT? DO YOU HAVE TO HAVE THE BANKER TO CONFIRM IT, THE LAWYER TO CONFIRM IT? NOW, I KNOW THAT I'M RAISING SOME QUESTIONS HERE, AND I'M JUST ABOUT OUT OF TIME TODAY. I'M GOING TO HAVE TO CONTINUE THIS ON TOMORROW'S PROGRAM, BUT I REALLY ENCOURAGE YOU TO GET HOLD OF THIS. WE'RE GOING TO MAKE THIS A GIFT TO YOU. NO CHARGE TO IT. YOU CAN WRITE IN AND GET THIS, AND I PROMISE YOU THIS WILL CHALLENGE YOU, AND uh, I'VE GOT SOME GREAT, GREAT THINGS TO SAY ABOUT THIS, BUT I'M OUT OF TIME TODAY. SO I'M JUST NOW GETTING INTO THIS. I ENCOURAGE YOU TO WATCH OUR PROGRAM TOMORROW. YOU CAN GO TO OUR WEBSITE. YOU CAN DOWNLOAD A WHOLE WEEK'S WORTH OF TEACHING. 
BUT YOU REALLY NEED TO COME TO GRIPS WITH THIS. IS JESUS MEETING YOUR EXPECTATIONS? HAS HE MET YOUR NEEDS? ARE YOU SATISFIED WITH JESUS? LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER AS HE GIVES YOU SOME INFORMATION ABOUT HOW YOU CAN GET THIS TEACHING. I PROMISE YOU THIS WILL BE A BLESSING TO YOU. SO LISTEN TO THE ANNOUNCER, THEN WRITE OR CALL TODAY AND JOIN ME AGAIN TOMORROW AS WE CONTINUE TEACHING ON ARE YOU SATISFIED WITH JESUS? ANDREW'S BRAND NEW TEACHING, ARE YOU SATISFIED WITH JESUS, IS AVAILABLE AS A BOOKLET. AND TODAY, ANDREW WOULD LIKE TO OFFER IT AS HIS FREE GIFT TO YOU. Go to awmi.net to receive your free copy and to order additional copies to share with friends and family for only $1 each. I'd like to encourage you to get this little pamphlet. It's very short, entitled, Are You Satisfied with Jesus? We also have CDs, and then we have DVDs that were taken from my television program. But I tell you, these truths have revolutionized my life. These are some of the most important things that God has ever shown me, and I can promise you that very few Christians relate to God spirit to spirit. This would help you. Are you satisfied with Jesus? This new series is also available in a two-part CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. Each of these valuable resources are available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. This entire series is also available for audio download absolutely free from our website. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get this teaching. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. We'd like to point out Andrew's upcoming speaking schedule. Mark your calendars to come meet Andrew at one of these events and let the Word of God transform your life. In the month of September, join Andrew in Toronto, Canada as he hosts a Gospel Truth Seminar. Next, Andrew will be speaking in Granville, Michigan. Then, he'll be in Woodland Park for the Identity in Christ Conference with guest speaker, Pastor Dwayne Sheriff. Lastly, in September, Andrew will be speaking in Woodbridge, Virginia at the Voice of the Apostles event. In October, Andrew will be speaking in Colorado Springs. Next, come join Andrew in Woodland Park for our annual Minister's Conference. Then, he'll be speaking in Budapest, Hungary for a Grace and Faith Conference. Also in October, Andrew will be hosting the Andrew Womack Ministries European Ministers Conference in Walsall, England. Guest speakers at this event are Paul Milligan, Billy Epperhart, and Bob Yandian. Lastly, in October, Andrew will be hosting a Grace and Faith Conference in Wienendam, Netherlands. For more details on Andrew's next meeting in your area, visit our website at awmi.net. 
Karras, an accredited Bible college in the beautiful town of Woodland Park, has been changing people's lives for over 25 years. The people here are so like-minded. They want to help you grow. These are people who genuinely care about you. They want the best for you. Be prepared to be blown away with the teachings. It's not just a season in your life. There's no way you can't change. You can't really go wrong going to a place that you get to sit and listen to the Word for four hours a day. Being under the Word that much just allowed God to pour so much into me. If you feel supernatural peace about coming to Karis, that's God. I know you're like, how, when, where, all these questions, just do it. The Lord will provide. I was doubting and second-guessing it, but when I took that step of faith, immediately, like, things were provided. Just being around like-minded believers, teachers who are there for you and ready to talk to you at any moment and answer your questions, there's just nothing like it. Just follow the leading of the one that you serve, and that's always going to be the right direction to go. Go to karisbiblecollege.org to register today.